Love Talk Radio. They haven't 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank God for another Tuesday morning. As it uh, looks like to me already, the time is just running really, really fast. And uh, this week is running out. When I looked up yesterday, it was 7 o'clock. I'm like, what happened? When I looked earlier, it looked like it was 11 o'clock. Yeah, it looked like for me, time is running fast. But we thank God for allowing us to be in time. Hallelujah. Somebody didn't make it here today. So we're grateful unto him. We appreciate him. And we love him. Hallelujah. Because he first loved us. We thank God for all he has done for us, what he's doing right now, because he's doing great and mighty things for us right now. He's keeping us alive. We have to use and activities of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. And we don't want to forget to give God glory. We don't want to forget to tell him thank you for these things. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, we just keep going, 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 take things for granted. But I like to stop and tell him, thank you for this day. Hallelujah. And even as the day progresses, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. I look at my hands. I can move my fingers. Yeah, I can move my toes. Yeah, I can walk. Hallelujah. I may not run fast, but I can even run. And so we thank for unto the Lord for the use and activities of our limbs. Yeah, we can see. We can hear. We can speak. And so we're thankful. We're thankful. These are things to be thankful for. And today, again, I want to share uh, to be strong in the Lord. And the power of his might. Know that he's on your side today. In spite of. Know that he looks beyond many of your faults. <laughs> and meets your needs. Just like he, he, I'm the same way. He looks beyond my faults. And yet meet my needs. Hallelujah. So our faults and our needs. God looks beyond them. And he yet blesses us. Because he could say, oh. Bob going to thank that. Poof, be gone. Yeah, he could wipe me out. But he come and he'll, he'll share with me. Don't think like that. That's wrong. Don't judge. Yeah, it's okay to accept the truth, but you're judging. Yeah, that, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of God. He leads and guides into all truth because God is the, the, the way he He's the truth and he's the life and he's my light. Hallelujah. And so he wants us to do that which is good. And I've had many people to come and they find the negative things and for some reason I can find positive. Yeah. I tell the truth about you, but at the same time I can find something positive about you. And what you even told me about yourself, it may be true, but guess what? I can find something positive about you. Hallelujah. And that's what God wants us to do. Not judge and not uh, hop on what you said negative and ride out. But he wants us to be a positive people, upbeat, uplifting. Because he's got all power. And all power is on our side today. He's for us. Hallelujah. And if he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. And so I'm grateful unto him. Okay, but Lewis. Yeah, uh, you know, I think I heard a little thunder too before the fireworks last night. 
uh, yesterday, but uh, after that, we didn't get no rain. Sunday, it was cloudy, but we, we didn't get no rain, but we just may get some today. You know, Brother Lou and I, we compare weather reports. He's in Ocala, Florida. I'm in uh, Jacksonville, Florida area, so we compare notes when it comes to the weather. He's a weather man. <laughs> and so it's already 77 77 degrees already here. And today they're expecting it like around 91. But when they say that, a lot of times they get up to 95. You're talking about hot. It was so hot yesterday. I didn't. I turned the air off early yesterday morning and left the air off all day. It was nice and cool. And then all of a sudden, I feel this heat growing. And it was growing, and it, I was like, wow, it is hot. So I turned the air back on, and when I look at the door, look at the window, I'm like, ooh, it's motoring out there today. Yeah, I wouldn't want to work in it. I wouldn't want to walk in it. Yeah, because I'd just be a bucket of water walking down the street that melted. So hot, so hot. Yeah. But we thank God for our hot weather. I do. I thank him for our cold weather, our cool weather. Yeah, our weather is just right. Yeah, I thank him for whatever he send our way. Because whatever it is, it's for us. It's for our good. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have trees and leaves and all of this stuff. Grass and all of that. Flowers, wildflowers. God did it. And he did all of this so we could breathe. Yeah, he can help us. And so I don't want to complain uh, I, I used to complain to Brother Lou. Brother Lou, it's cold. When it's going to turn warm? I was hoping it would turn warm today. Okay, now it's going to turn warm. I, I could complain about that, but I don't want to complain. Hallelujah. God is faithful. So listen, this morning, I tell you what, let's go to prayer. And um, after prayer, uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about positivity. I want to say this too. Whatever you believe you're going to have, that's what you're going to have. If you believe you're going to die early, you'll die early. If you believe you're always going to be sick, you will be. If you believe every report of the doctor, that's what you're going to have. <laughs> Whatever you believe, that's what you're going to have. I believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Are hurting me, I still am able, and I prove it to myself to go in the store and walk around. I don't go often because I bring things to the door, but every now and then I go in the store and walk around, and I'm able to do it. Cause see, I would tell me you can't do that. Your knee is going to give out in the store. You'll be on the store floor. Oh, oh that knee is going to hurt worse. But I believe I can do it. So I go in and I get it done. Whatever we believe, that's what we're going to have. I believe I can get another 50 pounds off. When I look, it's coming off. And every morning I set my mind, okay, today, uh, if you eat one thing with light sugar, okay, that's it for the day. So you choose your time when you want something sweet. And you can't have a lot of it. I was so tempted. It was a holiday yesterday. And it's a rare occasion I don't cook or, and invite people over or I don't go over, you know, to somebody else cook. 
I didn't go anywhere yesterday. I made myself a meal and I stayed home. I was going to go to Bono over and get, um, I mean, to Woody's and get the baby back. I didn't do that either, Brother Lewis. Because I told myself, you don't need all of that. It is just you. Make a healthy meal, <laughs> eat it and sit down, please. And if you got to have something sweet, eat something like mixed fruit. And if you got to have something creamy, just put a, a, a fourth of a teaspoon of whipped cream on top of the fruit and be done. Don't make a smoothie. Don't do any of that. Because my mind wanted, kept trying to get me <laughs> to make homemade brownies. Then it tried to get me to make a homemade uh, banana pudding. Oh, guess what? You can make a coconut pie. No, you can make your own pie crust. You, you can... No, no, I am not doing any of that because I don't have to. I don't have to eat sweets. I don't have to eat fried foods. I don't have to eat fat and stuff. I can enjoy a healthy meal, a lean, healthy meal that will help me to become lean. All in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God is faithful to us if we would be faithful to him. Yeah. Oh, look at Louis. Look at Louis showing out. We stayed home, but our daughter uh, brought Lee's famous recipe fried chicken. Oh, Louis, you you rougher than the guffers, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need fried chicken. I have baked wings. Yeah, and I can put a little bit of uh, barbecue sauce on some baked wings and enjoy that. Yeah, and cut out the fried. For me, fried is no good these days. Not for me. And if I had my way, if I could have, Brother Louis, I would have had fried red perch uh, fish yesterday. Yeah. And some fried shrimp <laughs> with that, you know. And a humongous mound of coleslaw or something, you know. But no, 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 no. I did cabbage and um, I did a chicken dressing, uh, a chicken stuffing. Very light. I didn't use all the deep butters. and uh-uh, uh-uh. I seasoned it with bell pepper, celery, and onion. Yeah, that was the biggest seasoning and poultry seasoning. Got away from all that butter and uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm doing better. I'm doing better. And I thank God for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen, let's pray. And uh, after prayer, we're going to one more song. And I want to talk a little bit. Uh, this morning, uh, encourage you in the book of Joshua, just a little bit. Hallelujah. He said, me, oh, yeah, I, I would rather have fried fish. I know you. I know you would, brother. <laughs> I know you would. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning for another Tuesday morning. We thank you for watching over us as we slumbered and slept last night. Thank you for waking us up, closed in our right mind. We thank you this morning for the use and activity of our limbs. Father, we thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. We're grateful unto you this morning for all you've given unto us. We thank you today that you are our God, the great God, Jehovah, hallelujah, the God that have all power. Father, we thank you this morning for being on our side in spite of us. We thank you for looking beyond our faults and yet meeting our needs. We're forever grateful unto you. 
We must tell you thank you. You've been so good to us. We thank you for sending your son Jesus for his suffering, his dying, his conquering all and rising with all power. We thank you for the shedding of his precious blood. For it's the blood that's making the difference right now in our lives. Oh, we thank you that he was able to shed this blood that we could be redeemed back to you. We thank you that you will never leave us, nor forsake us. Father, it's you that will be with us until the end. We come this morning asking, Father, that you would fix our hearts and regulate our minds. Fix our minds, oh God. Heal our minds in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we don't forget you. We don't walk in our flesh and, and want the flesh to be pleased. But God, we'll walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. But Lord, we want what you want. And you want what's best for our lives. Lord, we bind up the flesh this morning. We bind it up, God, and bring it under subjection unto your word, unto your will, and to your way this day. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, hallelujah. And Father, we ask this morning that you would bless every caller and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast, every family represented here this morning. God, we ask that you would move by your spirit for these people. Bless them in a mighty way like they've never been blessed before. Father, I ask this morning that you would encourage and you would inspire them. And Lord, through your word today, for your word hold true. The joy of you, the joy of the Lord is our strength. God, as we reach out to touch you, as we keep our mind on you, as we continue to remember your promises and your word, the do's and the don'ts today, God. Moved by your spirit this morning again, we're asking in the name of Jesus. Bless your people. They belong to you. Father, you made these your people for your pleasure. And Lord, you want to be pleased by us. You made us to please you. Give us what we need to please you. Give us a heart and a mind to please you this day. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we bow down before you this morning and we ask that you would forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings, wrong thoughts, wrong speakings, and wrong feelings. And though our sins be scarlet, Father, we ask this morning in the name of Jesus that you would wash us as white as snow. Cleanse us this morning from all unrighteousness and give us the clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us this day. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, hallelujah. For Lord, your spirit lead and guide us into all truth. It brings things, all things really back <clears throat> to our remembrance. And we're grateful unto you today. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask that you would bless their hands, whatever they have set their minds to do. God, I ask that you would move in a mighty way. Those that are looking for better jobs and better pay, move this morning in the name of Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Father, those that need a place to live, some may feel they need a better place to live, a bigger place to live. Move by your spirit this morning. But Father, it's you that supply needs according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Those that are traveling. Father, I ask this morning that God, you would pave the way. Let them get to and from safely in the name of Jesus. And those that are in the military in this hour, oh God, and administration of our military. Father, we ask this morning in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you would shield and protect, keep them safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. Lord, you know what needs to be done. And use your men in charge, oh God, to get the job done safely in the name of Jesus. Bless their families and bless their friends this morning. Uh, Move by your spirit for them this day in the name of Jesus. Father, bless those that are incarcerated. And Lord, bless widows and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people everywhere, praying for others in the name of Jesus. Bless preachers everywhere. Preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Thank you this morning, Father, for hearing and answering. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, continue to bless Israel and Jerusalem. And Father, I ask that you would loose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield, and protect them from all hurt, harm, and danger. In the name of Jesus, bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. And God, we ask that, Lord, you would do the same. God, you would lose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect them as well. Keep them safe, Lord, in the name of Jesus, from all hurt, harm, or danger. And Lord, we ask that you would bless even the more those that have to hide in secret places, to have Bible study, to pray, oh God, to share the good news of Jesus or even to talk about it. God, we ask that you would protect these, your people, in the name of Jesus, their children, their family members, God, or in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. And Father, we ask that you would continue to bless America and the leadership of this country. And God, have mercy upon our leadership. Lord, open up their wisdom, open up their knowledge that they will remember Only what they do for you will last. Not what their flesh telling them to do. Not trying to outdo somebody else. But God, what you say, and especially concerning your people. Father, bless these United States. Bless our president and his family. Have mercy this morning, O God. Fix his heart and regulate his mind this day. Mm. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning, Father. We thank you for hearing us, and we thank you for answering our prayers. Father, we know your ears are not deaf, and your arms are not too short to reach down to fix whatever we need to have fixed. And Lord, we've made our petition to you, but without you, we can do nothing. We can't do it on our own. We need you today. Hallelujah. And again, this morning, you supply needs. According to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And Lord, it's not just the riches of wealth. But God, it's the riches of fixing things, hearts and minds. And all do it today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you bless here. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, have your way here. Move in a mighty way for your people here today. In the name of Jesus. And in a Bishop Patterson family that's left, God, we ask this morning that you would bless them. Bless them in a mighty way. In the precious name of Jesus. 
Amen. And hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I heard the songwriter as I was closing out in the in the prayer say, I got a feeling. <laughs> Everything is going to be all right. It's going to be all right, all right, be all right. Yeah, I can hear that. I've got a feeling. Hallelujah. Everything is going to be all right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got this request, and I was so excited um, to get this particular song. I hadn't heard it in a while, and I love this song. I really love it. Uh, For me, it's uplifting and very encouraging. And uh, the writer, uh, Reverend Timothy Wright, uh, I always favored this man. I always favored his songs. Like he just had a, a, what they call a knack for doing it. But I'm going to say he had an anointing to do what he did. Yeah. And uh, he went on to be with the Lord and his wife, Betty. She went on to be with the Lord. But uh, I just always enjoyed his song and the way he directed a choir. Oh, I just love Timothy Wright. So we're going to take a listen this morning and uh, thank you. God for the request today. Hallelujah. There was an old mother who lived in New Orleans who was displaced by Hurricane Katrina. She lost everything that she had. Her home, car, family. And when they evacuated her, they sent her to a shelter between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And while she sat there on a cot that they had provided for her, she had been without food and water and the necessities, and she began to cry. She started to shed tears. But while she was crying, she thought on the goodness of the Lord. And she started singing this little song. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, help me say that. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I need some help. Come on, lift your voice and say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on. Jesus, Jesus. Well, a young man walked up to her and said, Mother, why are you calling on Jesus? Shouldn't you be calling on FEMA? Shouldn't you be calling on the Red Cross, Salvation Army? Or better yet, shouldn't you be calling on President Bush and Cheney and those? And she said, son, you don't understand. There's a reason why I'm calling on that name. Because that's the name that's above every name. And she said, there's a reason why I'm calling on that name, Jesus. And you know what she told that young boy? She said, come here, let me tell you why I call on that name. Savior, Savior, Savior. Come on, help me say that. Savior, Savior, Savior. 
take you to higher ground. You can heal the sick. You can raise the dead even. You, you can heal the lame. Yeah. Said you can do it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for healing power. I thank God for being able to speak those things that are not as if they were. Yeah. As if they were. Yeah. Because again this morning, you're going to have whatever you say. Whatever you speak out of your mouth, that's what it's going to be. Okay, Brother Louis, gotcha. Yeah. Whatever you're doing and, and, and you don't want it to be done, that stop. Tell God about it. Ask God to give you a change of heart and a change of mind. I believe the heart and the mind is it, it, basically the same thing. But ask God to change it for you. Lord, fix it for me. I'm not thinking right. You, you know my heart is not right. You, you, I love you, Lord, but I got some crazy ways of thinking, and I need you to fix that, that I don't think like that. And when it comes to others, help me to see the positive in people. I don't want to see the negative. I don't want to think bad on people. Yeah, I've been praying about this thing. I've been praying about it for myself. Because that devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. And then it depends on where you come from. I'm from Florida. 
And I come from an area where everything, basically, sometimes it, it, it appeared everything was a joke, but it wasn't. But when people did something to you and it didn't qualify for a fight, a physical fist fight I'm talking about, then you had smart words to say out of your mouth to them. You can look at them and see all the negative things about them and put it with your smart mouth to hurt their feelings and have the people around them laughing. And sometimes they would say, oh, they got you today. They got you today. Let's see what you got tomorrow. And you come back and you say some more smart stuff to them. Yeah. We used to call it ranking on them. Because whoever got the highest rank, (laughs) that was the winner. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, yeah, it led into this fight. Sometimes it led into shootings and killings. But it's where you come from. And so God, you know, he's still working on me even. He's still working on my heart and fixing it. I'm not perfect. I didn't make it in to heaven yet. I believe I'm on my way. I believe I'm preparing to go back with him when he comes, but I haven't gone yet. So until I leave here, God, yet, daily, got to work in my heart, cleaning it, fixing it, working my mind, stabilizing my mind, <laughs> giving me a sound mind because this is what I want. And when I keep my mind on him, it keeps me in perfect peace because I'm not up in the air about nothing. I'm not concerned about a bill. I'm not concerned about a child, a grandchild. Nothing else, because he has it all in control. My time can go to praying for others, uh, giving others testimonies. And you know, from time to time, I work with women who lost their children. Some lost one child, some lost many children to the state. You know, in Florida, it could be. Alabama, Mississippi, New York, Hawaii, it can be anywhere they lost their children. Somebody gave them my name and number. Thank you, Sister Dot. And what happened is this. They contact me about it. Some women got off the drugs. Some women got off the alcohol. Some women got better than whatever was going on with them. Uh, uh, sometimes they was putting a man before the children and they found out he wasn't worth two beans, raw or cooked. So they decided, you know, to try and, you know, get their children back. They lost the battle. It took too long. The state adopted them out. And so, you know, they come and they want to talk and, uh, some days you got to cry with them because it's a sad thing. Yeah, it's touching. And who who who's there for these kind of people? Because most people say good for them. They didn't need them kids. They didn't deserve them. They should have took the children. And that is true. That is true because children deserve a good life, a good childhood, that they grow up to be productive adults. But in this life, it's, it don't go that way all the time. It's not a push button. Uh, we're going to raise our children and, and, and nothing is going to happen. And, and they're just going to grow up and finish school and everything and become productive 
Uh, no, 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 sir and no, ma'am. It, it don't always happen like that. You never know why a person tried drugs. You, you never know why a person drank so much. You, you, you never know what happened to these people. But all we can do is point our fingers at them and say, good for you. You shouldn't have. But guess what? You done told a lie and you shouldn't have. You done stole something and you should. You done took something and you shouldn't have. You done did wrong and you shouldn't have. This is why Jesus said the first one without sin cast the first stone. Oh, but we'll talk about these people so bad. And other people, drug abusers, alcohol abusers. Oh, we got names for them. Yeah. In Alabama, back in the day, they used to call people that abuse drug geek monsters. Oh, they geek it. All alcoholic drunk, all kind of names. But the believer, the people of God, we know in this life things happen. And many times we didn't expect this. Many times we didn't plan for the bad to happen. It's an unexpected thing that happened. What we did, we shouldn't have been doing it. But guess what? It didn't stop us from doing it. And now that the damage has been done, now what? We're going to suffer through it. You don't have to worry. I will lose her children. I don't care how high she gets. She's going to suffer. Because she knows a mother should protect their children. But she's in a position where she can't or she couldn't. Dope was her reason. Alcohol was her reason. Whatever the case may have been. But today, this woman has turned her life around. She went to the altar and said, I do to the, to the almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. Here come the son. She went through the son to do it. He set her free. He forgave her and set her free. Two things. The scripture says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. That's for her. The second thing is this. Whom the son set free, remember she came through Jesus. He set her free at the altar. Whom the son set free is free indeed. Now, her altar may not have been at the church. Her altar may have been in her dining room, her bathroom, could have been on the job, in her car. But wherever you at, Jesus saved. He can save. To the utmost, he can save. So now she on her way. And she growing more and more every day. Every day she's seeking God more and more. He's giving her more and more strength. She done put the drugs down. She done put the alcohol down. Listen to this. Some women kill their children by mistake, a physical death. Some women injured their children, a severe injury. Some babies were born with drugs in their system. They condemn them right down the spot. Oh, baby, even the nurses and the doctors looking crazy at them. <laughs> You never know what these women were going through. You never know what happened to them. Everybody don't handle stuff the same way. When I was a girl, I would get in the fight. Yeah, my parents didn't 
Yeah, you couldn't let them know it, though, you know, because they didn't play all of that business. But I was just, <laughs> in, my, in my mind, I was just considered a bad child. <laughs> bad. That was real bad in me. But look, it did not stop me from giving my life to the Lord when I gave it to him. He didn't take it. He allowed me to come. Come just as you are. I know y'all heard the song. Just as I am without one plea. But that, that blood was shed for me. Y'all remember that one? I came to him. He had no wise cast me out. Same thing with these women. When they come to him, he had no wise cast them out. I don't care what they did. I don't care what their situation. Hey, glory, hallelujah. I feel like running. He won't cash out, but he'll bless you. He will bless you. People going to talk about you. People going to condemn you. Oh, they're going to say all kind of evil, your unfit mother, all kind of things. But once you gave your life to Christ, he made you over. And the first one without sin, cast the first stone. If you never did nothing wrong in your life, you could talk about these women real bad. Because you never sinned, you never done no wrong. And he want us to know there's no big sin and there's no little sin. Sin is sin. Oh, I know they told you about the little white lie. Well, I had to tell a little white lie. Ain't no white lie. Ain't no black lie. Ain't no green lie. Purple, blue, orange, yellow. A lie is a lie. Whether you think it's small or big, he said a lie you won't carry in his sight. Now, that's what he said. You can hold it against me if you want to, but it won't do you no good. I wasn't there when God inspired man writing, but I believe it this morning. Yeah. But we want to hold things against people. In, in, in your family, your family members did some things that brought shame to the family because you know people. They they, they done cast all kind of stones themselves, but they're going to condemn you and your family. Girl, you heard little John went to prison, did you? Girl, he was right here robbing. His parents didn't raise him up robbing and stealing. That's not the way he was raised. When he got a certain age, he decided to do what he wanted to do. And we got some evil in our family, but we keep it hush, hush, and swept under the rug. So nobody will condemn our family. So we don't look shame in the public. May not look shame in the public, but you're shame in your heart and in your mind because you know what went on in your family. Your daddy raped your sister. The stepdaddy raped your brother. All kind of stuff. But we quick to point the finger at others and what you did. Yet we say we got God. Now, this is what we say. We say we got God. We went to the altar and received him. And if we got Jesus in our hearts, we shouldn't be condemning other people. Now, sometimes the truth has to be told. If you're a, 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 a drug abuse counselor or you work in drug abuse, or you're an assessment counselor there, you might do urinalysis there, 
Whatever you are there, you 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 gotta let them face the truth. You tell them the truth. You don't sweep it under the rug. You don't sugarcoat it. You don't cover it up. You call them to the carpet because you gotta call them out. Because because addictions, the way that I saw it, it 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 it, 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 it it's something else. It's a liar. Uh, it's a cheat. It don't these are spirits. It don't want the person to confess and face up. I'm a drug abuser. I'm an alcoholic. It don't, it don't, it don't want them to do that. So we're not condoning the activity, you know, their behavior. But if Jesus forgives, we must forgive. If they ask God to forgive them, he has forgiven them, and we must forgive them too. I'm talking to church folks and the people of God. The people of God, we know this. But church folks, they have a battle with things. Because, see, they haven't completely sold out to God yet. You know, they're still in control. Uh, they run the board. You know, they tell the pastor what to do in the church. You know what I'm saying? He ain't doing right. Let's get rid of him. We, we control the usher board. She didn't give me a fan quick enough, and I was hot. She know it's hot out there, but she back there at the door welcoming more people in and didn't give me a fan. When, oh, we got some stuff, folks. Because, see, we don't belong to God in the church. We belong to the church because we become a social group. We're a club. But when you're the people of God, you don't follow no directions but his. The program may say that you're going to do the scripture first, then you're going to sing a song. When the spirit of the Lord takes over, all of that's out the window. You may not even sing a song. You may pray, and then the praise break out. Pastor don't even get a chance to preach because God's program is taking place in his house today because this is what his people need this Sunday. Now, next Sunday, the program may go as scheduled. The deacons get up and do their hymns or however your church service go. Y'all sing your hymns, y'all pray your prayer, and y'all sing some more out the hymn up. And uh, the, the the pastor get up and he bring a word for the day. However y'all do it. But when you let God in control of his house, we, we think different. We, we do things different. Because we know we're not a member of a social club. Yeah, we, we, we're not in here uh, running things. We know without God, we can do nothing. Yeah, we did too, but Lord, we sucked that for altar call just as I am without one plea. Yeah, that, that was one of the greatest altar call songs ever. But listen, we've got so much to pray for, and this is why we got so time, so much time for the flesh to try to please it, because we're not praying. We're not keeping our mind on God. We're not keeping our mind on him so that he can keep us in perfect peace. We slacking. We're not praying. We're not praying for nobody. And we're not praying with nobody. So we got time to focus on our feelings. We got time to focus on what we feel, what we want. Let go today and let God have his way in your life. Let go and say, Lord, help me today. I'm thinking crazy. I'm doing crazy. You gave me a sound mind. You didn't give me nothing crazy. 
Lord, help me today in the name of Jesus, that I focus in the right direction with my thinking. And Lord, help me, teach me how to bring this flesh under subjection every minute of the day. I want it under subjection. I want you to be in control of it. I want to control my own flesh, God, that it don't get crazy out here. Because how many know that flesh will talk to you until you done moved if you're not careful? That flesh will talk to you until you done done it. All day yesterday, I battled the flesh. That's what it was. Go in. You got all the ingredients. You got eggs. <laughs> Ooh. You got the milk in the can, evaporated milk. You got vanilla. You got sugar. Why can't you make the pudding? You got bananas in the bowl over there on the counter. Look in the cabinet. It's a brand new box of vanilla wafers up in there. Don't put it together. No. Every time I thought of it, I said, sugar is in there. I'm not having that sugar. Well, look at here. You, you, you got the cocoa. You got you got the uh, dog chocolate. You can go in there and make them homemade brownies. You ain't even got to put nuts in them today. No, I'm not doing that. Well, what about the coconut pie? You got the flour to shorten it. You can get some ice water and cut it. Now, I can't cut nothing. I can't do nothing. Got to bring my flesh under subjection. Because that flesh will have you all the way out there. See, because it was telling me, go from house to house and get you a plate and, and bring two plates home from each house. What? I'm not going to nobody's house. And especially just to eat. I got plenty of food here. That beef real. I, I don't have to have a pork. Look, we got to keep our mind, protect our mind, save our mind. And the only way we can do it is to bring this flesh under subjection. It's got to come under that. We can't just let it run wild. Yeah. Men, they let their flesh run wild when they know. They love their wives. They say they do. But they let that flesh come in there and tell them stuff when they know that they done cheated on her. Next thing you know, she done bust them cheating. <laughs> Why? Didn't bring that flesh, that mind, that thinking under subjection. Women, you know good and well you're not supposed to be shopping right now. You're supposed to be on a budget trying to accomplish something because you're preparing to buy something big. You're not. But look, the sale paper come in the mail. Now, you told yourself, I'm not going to even look at that sale paper because I know what that'll do. You go on Facebook, oh, my goodness, I'm scrolling down my feed and look at this, and it's on sale. <laughs> If you don't bring it under subjection, you'll be online shopping, then went to the mall and shopped, and you're not supposed to. Yeah. God is a forgiving God. Look, let me tell you. I had, because God gave me a budget for my car payment, and I had the money to pay it, but I wanted to do something a little different. 
used the car note money, then went back to the Lord. And he's faithful, he's gracious, and he is so merciful and loving and kind. Went back to him and said, Lord, I spent the car note money. God, can you give me the money again? Lord, I need the, the, the car payment again. What you done? What, what, what does he do? He come right back and give you the car payment money. Will that be your last time? If you don't bring that flesh under subjection, it won't be your last time. And we don't want to ride out on that because he'll do that. Because one of these times he won't. Because where will the lesson start? When will you learn? So this morning, we want to know this. God is God and he won't change. God is God and he won't fail us. It's us that fails us because we don't keep our mind on him. We don't bring our flesh under subjection. We let it ride out as far as it'll go. This is what happened with a lot of people. They get caught up into the wrong world, I'm going to say. They let that thing keep going and keep coming to them and keep, no, 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 you're not coming to me. When I first started this walk with the Lord, men was my weakness. Love them. Still love them until this day. Not just every man. Not just every man. But I love men. And when I first come to the Lord, I had to be taught how to bring this flesh under subjection. Because before I come to him, I could point at him. And remember I said this, whatever you say out of your mouth, you're going to have. I said, oh, okay, don't worry about it, uh, Barbara. You're you going to get with him right there. You're going to get with him. 6'3", 240 pounds. <laughs> don't worry about it. The police. Yeah. It, it, it didn't make no difference. He was a man, wasn't he? But as I decided to stay with Jesus, make him my choice. As I decided to pray and ask him for wisdom and knowledge and understanding of his words. And I continued to work to bring this flesh under subjection. He blessed me. He blessed me. I don't think of men like that. The first thought is the height and the weight and how he looked. No, 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 no. We, 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 we don't need all that. Yeah. What's in his heart? Do he know God? That's the first thought now. Because remember this, it's appointed unto man once to die, and after death comes the judgment. God wished that none should perish. It's his soul that concerns me now. Not how he look, not how much money he make, none of that don't, don't faze me. His soul concerns me now. Mm-hmm. Because when we learn to bring our flesh under subjection, we learn to keep our mind on God who keeps us in perfect peace. We're seeking him with our whole heart. We're trusting him and leaning not to our own understanding. And all our ways we're acknowledging him. He's directing our path. It can be done. Jesus did it. And he was flesh. He was the son of God in the spirit, but he lived in the flesh, in the earth. He ate like we ate. The same power he had, we have it. 
God gave us power, love, and a sound mind. We need to activate it. That's all. And the more we draw to him, and the more we become spiritual, these things, like, like, like Ben Morrison said, he said, you can do it too, what Jesus did in Jesus' name. We can do it. But we don't do this. We coward. Come on, we got God. God said, step out and do this. and then You don't even believe right. I'm with the songwriter, and it's for me this morning. I need just a little more Jesus. Yeah, I need just a little more Jesus to help me along the way. No need of me standing, acting like I've arrived. I'm in heaven. I got it. I'm the greatest spiritual person since sliced bread. The devil is a fool and a liar and will make a fool and a liar out of you. We striving here for perfection. We working daily to become what God would have us to be. We didn't go nowhere yet. We didn't leave here like Enoch. We didn't leave here like that to go back with him no, and, 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 and bypass death. Why? He's still working on us. He still got work for us to do. Why? He work on us. He's yet working on me, but I got to get my job done. I got to get the work done. I can't walk in my flesh. I got to walk in the spirit. And let me tell you something. Some days I be wanting to do something else. Because I feel like I want to laugh a while. You know, I love that laughter. I want to hear some funny stuff. I want to watch a funny movie. I want to hang out with my funny friends. Not today's sister. I got work to be done. You said you would go if you had to go by yourself. I'm sending you. Get it done. Hallelujah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to this one song. And uh, when I come back, we're going to read a little bit out of the book of Joshua. I want to bring Bishop Patterson in. But I got to see how God is leading and guiding this morning. I already got him set up. And you know I love that G pastor. I love that preaching. And so I just gotta see the way the Lord is moving this morning. But let's go to this one.
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. And listen, I want to ask your honest opinion before I read this out the book of Joshua. Uh, I want you to look at www, three W's and the dot, jesusinthemorningradio.com. Take a look over there, and if you got any advice on the website, I need you to send it to me. If you like it, tell me. If you think it needs less, if it needs more, tell me, because uh, uh, we're working over there to shorten things up so it don't be so long and so much. So just let me know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, Brother Lewis. Anything about Russell all right with me, too. Yeah, he just got a knack for saying Yeah, God blessed him. But yeah, let me know what you think about www.jesusinthemorningradio.com. Yeah, well, Sister Barbara, you could plug in this or take some of this out. Yeah, I'll put more of that in. Let me know, let me know. Yeah, Shantae working on some things over there to make things shorter and pop and seed. Because you know that's what they're doing now. And even church folks, that's what they like. Quick stuff, quick stuff. So um, let me know. Let me know. God bless you. Irene helped me out uh, over there. She put a lot of wonderful stuff over there. But uh, people, you know, they just don't like the long reading and uh, too many pictures or too much. Di- yeah. So um, she blessed me because she was willing to work, you know, and work for free. Hallelujah. So I thank God for her and Shante. Yeah, work on the website. And I, I thank God for that. Now, I want to go to this one right quick. And while we go on here to Joshua chapter one, you even have people in prison who, who went to prison and they got out. But while they were there, they gave their lives to the Lord for real. It wasn't no jailhouse religion. They gave themselves to God because it was the only way. They figured out why they were there. And when you get there, they murdered somebody. They killed somebody's daddy, somebody's son, somebody's mama, somebody's sister, somebody's aunt. You know, and they realized what they did. They took something they couldn't give back. They took a life and they couldn't give this life back. So now they saved, they out, you know, God moving in their life. They even blessed them with a job. They got a number behind their name. You know, they've been to prison and it's looking bad, but they stand with God. They remembering him. They're keeping their mind on him. He's keeping them in perfect peace. They're going boldly before the throne of grace to make their petitions known unto almighty God. And he's moving for these people. He's even given some of a, some of a ministry. But in common, they had to work with their flesh because the flesh told them, look at you, you out and free. The person you killed is dead and gone. The holidays come up. They were called crimes. Uh, Barbara, I, I, I'm just in a place today because I know that woman sitting at this boy, I killed his mama sitting you know, at a Christmas dinner table and her son is not there. Or, or she's sitting at a Thanksgiving table and her son is not there. Barbara, I'm, I'm here. I'm able to eat Thanksgiving dinner. I've had them to tell me 
I can't celebrate Thanksgiving. I can't celebrate. When I think on this, what I've done. But if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. God has forgiven you. Now, now we got to work on you forgiving yourself. But the, but the church folks in the world, we know the world not going to understand. Church folks, they, they, they don't understand that. They, they can't see that. They, they can't see he is truly remorseful. He is truly sorry in his heart for what he's done. But we're going to move on. Jesus is your leader. Listen, let, let's go to Joshua. We, we belong to God. We, we're God's ministers. We, we're God's people. Yeah. The true people of God that love him, obey him, want to keep our mind on him, want to walk in his spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our own flesh. Listen. Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, look now, it didn't say that uh, Joshua was the minister of God. He was the minister of Moses. Verse 2 says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this garden, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Verse 3 says, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Verse 4, From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea towards the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. I want you to hear this now. I want you to hear this. No matter what, we under the leadership of, of Jesus Christ. We following him to get to the Father. We've gone through the storm and lots of rain. We've lost some people along the way. We, we lost mom and dad. We lost sister and brother. Some of us lost children. We lost grandchildren, that favorite cousin. But yet we're under the leadership of Jesus Christ and we hadn't let him lead us to God. And he made some promises to us. He said, whom the son set free is free indeed. He said, we're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. He said, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Do we really believe this? Whatever we speak, whatever we think, that's what it's going to be. But look, we're going to read a little bit further now. Five says, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Look, I don't care what you done. I don't care how you did it. You are a new creature in Christ. This goes for you. This is to you. This is for you. This is what he can do in your life. We don't have to walk around too much I'm mentally disturbed. If you speak it, that's what you are. I'm crazy. Okay, well, you're crazy. And you'll remain crazy as long as you believe it. But if you go to God and ask God to heal your mind, well, if you came to him in the realness, he didn't give you a, a crazy, he didn't give 
gave you mental health, he gave you a sound mind. But you got to walk in that. You got to stop saying that and you got to believe that. If they prescribe medication for you and you know you need it, you know when you don't have that medicine, you off the chain, you got to keep going to God. Asking him to totally deliver you. And Lord, I'm coming off this medication. Bring me off of it. And let me stand closed in my right mind. Let me have a sound mind. Can't play. We can't play. You got to be delivered. But verse 6 says, be strong. Now, this is what he said. Now, look, he said that, going back to 5, he said, there shall not any man be able to stand before me all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not fail thee nor forsake you. As I was with Moses, Barbara, I'm going to be with you. There will be nobody who can stand before you all the days of your life. Nobody going to outdo you. Only you can do what I call you to do. Only you can lead people in the way that I call you to lead them. Only what's going on behind the scenes with my work with you that nobody can know. Only you can do that. I don't have others doing that, Barbara. Nobody going to hurt you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you, Barbara. Not only that, I'm going to keep you safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. I just need you in verse 6. I just need you to be strong and of a good courage. I, I can't use cowards, Barbara. I, I, I need some strong, bold soldiers. Cowards are wrong. When it's not them, but it's me, all they have to do is stand, and I'm going to fight the battle. All you got to do is stand, Barbara. I'm going to take care of it, but I need you to stand. I need you to be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Nobody coming to take nothing from you, Barbara. Already promised it to your parents for you. Verse 7 says, only be thou strong and very courageous. I need you to have holy boldness. You don't have it, pray for it, Barbara. Whatever you need to get the job done, to do these things that I'm telling you to do, ask me. I know it's not in you. You have not, Barbara, because you ask not. You didn't ask me for wisdom. You didn't ask me for holy boldness. You didn't ask me for courage. You didn't ask me to give your life when you do good. When you ask for these things, I'm going to provide it. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, all my words, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper, whether soever thou goest. You're going to have what you say. Look, you got to stay in the word of God. You got to stay with God. You got to remember his word. You got to remember his promises. You got to remember the do's and the don'ts of God. Stop playing. You want better? Stop playing and obey God. Because, see, we got our hands out all the time. We treat him like we treat people. Our hands are always out to receive. Give me, give me, give me. Lord, I want this. And Lord, I need daddy. God, I need a new car. Lord, I want the house on the hill when the dog may fluff it. I want a better paying position. I want a better position in life. They taught me this. 
Ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. How about, Lord, what can I do today to enhance your beauty? What can I do today to enhance your spirit? Lord, where can you use me today? If you can use anything today, God, use me. Use me in your service to bless your people. Lord, you wish that none should perish. Let me run into a few people that's ready to receive you, that you're drawing. Because see, unless God draws, we can't come. So you done been through the storm and lots of rain. But you made it. And you're making it. And you get striving for perfection in God. You want to be perfect for him. And let him be the perfect in you. Let him be that perfect in you that lead and guide in the all truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way to God is through his son, Jesus. I know people try to cut him out, you know, cut Jesus out. Uh, they're cutting the middle man out and going straight to God. But no, you got to go through him. He sent his son. Hallelujah. And whoever believe on the son will not perish, but they'll have everlasting life. He made the son the mediator, the mediator between man and himself. We are going to Jesus because he's the mediator that take our petition to the Father. Oh, it's all right today in Jesus' name. But we as the people of God, we got to remember these things and look to the hills from which cometh our help. All the, your, your help don't come from the boss. It don't come from the manager. It don't come from the wine bottle, the, the alcohol bottle, the liquor bottle. It don't come from the dope. It don't come from the marijuana. It don't come from your husband. It don't come from your wife, your children, your friends, your job. All of your help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and earth. We try to put everything in that spot but Jesus. But we got our hand out. I want this, Lord, and if it be, come on, Lord, if it be your will today, will you send at least two my way that I can minister to, I can witness to, Lord? Just give me two I can encourage. They save God. They just need a little encouragement. Put the words in my mouth to give to them. Do we wake up thinking like this? Yeah, we wake up thinking for another day, clothes in the right mind, yada, yada, yada. But do we wake up asking him to use us in his service to be a blessing unto his people? The harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. We pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labors. But Father, remember the labor that you called and chose me for. The reason I'm going this way too today is because of this. There are those out there that need our help. There are women afraid to stand up in church and testify that they lost their children to the state, but God kept their mind. Hey, glory. It's women wouldn't dare stand up and say that they killed their own child by mistake. But God saved me, and he kept my mind. Oh, no, they, they, they couldn't do that. They can't, because the whole church going to be against them. Oh, while church going on, the spirit moving. Oh, God bless your sister hugging and soon as they get in the car on the girl, did you hear what she said happened to her? Did you hear that? 
Been there and done that. That's how I know. Been there and done that. Church folks, it's a difference. And we must become the people of God. Stop being negative. Let's work on positivity. Stop being a gossiper. Let's stop judging. Let's stop thinking what if, could, should, or would. Let's stop that. And right where we at, we tell God, thank you. Whatever state we in, and we learn to wait on him. We in the waiting mode. Lord, I thank you for right where I am. I'm not going to add no more fuel to it. I'm not going to do nothing. If anything, I'm going to deflate it. I'm going to take something out of there. And God, I'm standing on your word. And after standing, I'm going to stand some more. Because, Father, I'm standing on the sure foundation. Your word said it. I'm believing it. I'm standing on it. And that what you sent it to do, it's going to do just that. And, Lord, help me to become more like Jesus. Help me to become more spiritual. Help me to become more obedient. Help me to take my mind off nonsense and put my mind on you. You're going to keep me in perfect peace. Let me tell you, a lot of times you wouldn't have to ask him for things. I'm not telling you what they told me. I'm telling you from experience what I know for myself. I tried it for myself. Things I needed, I didn't even have to ask. He brought it. And I'm going to be honest with you. Some days my mouth flew open. I wanted that, but I didn't ask for it. I wanted that. I wasn't expecting it. But God moved on it. He knows the very intent, as I often say, of our hearts. And we got to get it right with him. I know they teach and he loves everybody and everybody going to heaven. And it's all right. And he understands. I know all of this stuff I do. And we done moved from the old path with God who does not change. His word haven't changed. He won't change, and he won't change his word. We done moved on from that. We in the uh, 2022, we in the modern days, we in the uh, uh, past millennium, and we just, uh, whatever we do. Let me tell you something. Go back to that old path and take a look around here. God yet coming back for his church without spot or wrinkle. You can't get with no man and live with him to see what it would be like to, to live with him and then marry. You can't do that. He said, don't let fornication be once named among you. Now that, look, don't hold it against me. I'm not the writer. I'm not the inspirer. God inspired man to write his word and share it with us. I wasn't there when this was written. I wasn't there when he inspired it. But guess what? I believe it. And it is true. We, 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 we dress any kind of way. We do anything we big enough to do, even in the house of God. We got all this entertainment and nonsense and families perishing. I got a bunch of praise dancers up, and I got three families all on the same side of the church in dire straits. I got some teenagers, a lot of them in that middle pew, suffering with mental health. A lot of them been touched by step-parents, parents, boyfriends, all kind of foolishness. I got some girls over there being beat up, going through abuse, and they teenagers from a boyfriend. On the other side over here, I got these people over here struggling, uh, uh, trying to keep a roof over their head and, and trying to keep their children together. And 
some of in that same group battling with drug addiction and alcohol addiction and pills addiction and this, that, and the other. Some of these that became adults and they still dealing with a, a stepdaddy touched me. I don't need entertainment. I need the spirit of the Lord to come in and heal, come in and deliver. That's what I want to focus on. I don't need no praise team up. Because some of them on the team still messed up. No, sit down. I'm going to let these deacons do the divorcing. And then if a mother want to get up and testify, I want her to do it. She's been through something. She's old enough to, you know, to tell us. Because I got some women in here need to hear what these older ladies got to say. We're not going to rush church. Cause my God, it don't take God all day long. But you give all day to your job. We're going to give him all day long on Sunday. If it take him all day long or Saturday, whatever day you worship, we're going to give him the whole day. Do what you got to do Thursday through Friday. Or Friday through Sunday, uh, or Saturday. Because on Sunday, the day belonged to him. We used to have night service. We don't even do that no more. We used to go to church in the morning and in the evening. And I had the young people, BTU, whatever it was called. I had to go to that. I had to be there at 6 o'clock. My parents was coming on at 7. Don't worry about it. They'll be there. But I had to make sure I was there. <laughs> And attend that class. And sometimes there might be three people in the class. There's a bunch of us, but only three showed up because the rest of them, they ate so much Sunday dinner, they taking a nap. And they're going to get up about 6.30 and make their way back to the church. Huh? We need to go back to the good old days. Go find some of them people that spoke life into in, in somebody's life and it showed up. I knew a lady named Mother Hunter. I love her. <laughs> I love that Mother Hunter. Uh, Brother Louis, uh, Brother Obadiah Hunter introduced me to his mother. He was with some foolishness. But his mother was the real, true woman of God, Mother Hunter. And I love hanging out with her. I, I, let me tell y'all something. I, I love God. I love God. It, it's no joke. I could sit on a row behind this woman. And she sit on a row in front of me, and she could be three seats over. I'm closer to the end, uh, uh, on the left to the aisle. And she in the seat ahead of me sitting further to the three, and we just sit there talking. Oh, my goodness, they used to do me all the good in the world. And she would say, you know, so-and-so and so, and I'd say, yes, ma'am. And uh, she said, well, what you think about this? I said, well, mother. God moving, and he moving in his timing. And then in a minute, you would feel the spirit of the Lord move. Oh, I love that mother, Hannah. I, I, I could have stayed with that woman forever. Listen, she was going to Miami. Her, her, her son was uh, a prophet, and he was having his anniversary. And I, I wanted to go, but I, you know, I, I didn't want to invite myself. She said, you want to go? I said, yes, ma'am, I want to go. She said, well, come on and ride with me. I said, well, can we stop by Jacksonville? We got to go through there so that I can get some stuff. She said, yes, ma'am, we can. 
Look, I was sick, Brother Lewis. All my stomach would hurt. And I didn't know what in the world was wrong with me. And I would eat and my stomach would hurt. I said, oh, I can't eat. I can't eat. My stomach hurt. My friend Karen Baldwin and I, she had a custom-made band. And I, she said, I want to go. I said, well, come on. She said, well, uh, Bishop, I don't forget his name now. One of the bishops that died. And she said, it happened at the funeral in Fort Lauderdale. We could stop by there for a few minutes and then catch on up with Mother Hannah. But I hated to leave Mother Hannah, you see. But Karen needed me too, so I jumped in the van with Karen. I told Mother Hannah, I said, Mother Hannah, I'm going to leave y'all in Fort Lauderdale because I'm going to a funeral. And then I catch on up, you know, give, give me the address. She had already gave me the address and everything. And uh, we went on. The daughters was telling me, see, you missed out last night. You should have came on with us. Uh, we had shrimp. I'm like, oh, I can't. To myself, I can't worry about no shrimp. I didn't eat no way. My stomach hurt. Went on to the meeting. And uh, the son coming, you know, to the ending after the preaching, he, he, he decided to minister. God wanted to use him. Well, he was going to get up and do a few things, but God put Mother Hunter up. And she ministered to a few women and prayed for me. Then she said, come there, baby, come there, evangelist. And I went up there. And she said, I, I need to pray for you. She said a few things to me to encourage me. And this woman laid hands in my stomach and commenced to telling me diagnosis. <laughs> what was wrong? She said, and God is healing you right now. Let me tell you something. I felt the thing leave me. I, whatever that was, infection, I don't know what it was, but it had to go. Hannah said, come out, and she meant it. She was not playing. It had to leave me. Boy, I felt so much better. I looked at her. She just smiled because I knew, too, Mother Hannah loved me as a daughter in God. She loved me. And, and, and I, you know, I, I just love being around true people that's truly trying to walk this walk, not talk it, but walk it in God. He's real this morning. He is real. He's not a statue nowhere. He's not no words on paper alone. He is alive and well. He is real today, real, real, real. And the only way he's going to be real to you, you must seek him and allow him to become real to you. Let his word be real to you. That word will fix any situation. I'm not telling you what the preacher preached, what the Sunday school teacher taught. I'm telling you from experience. I've been through the storm and lots of rain, but today I can say I made it because of him. Obedience, because of his word. I follow what his word. Trust me, trust me, Barbara, with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Pray, acknowledge me in all your ways. I'm going to direct your path. And he has done that. I obey. He do what his word say it would do. I have to repent often. <laughs> and when I say often, I mean every day. Sometimes multiple times a day. Thoughts come. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of days when I talk to uh, my friend up north, it, 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 it kind of shakes me a little bit. Some days the things he say, and and I'm like, I, I know better, but 
And then I got to go to the Lord. Yeah. Because I, I, I done said something in my head that's not right about him. You know, he talking and I'm like, this is a fool. He talking crazy. Already know there's no need to say it, no need to even think it. Just, just let it go and pray for him. It's all right in Jesus' name. Yeah. So I have to repent like anybody else. I have to pray. Fast. Yeah, a number of things. Just like anybody else. Believe. Battle that devil. Break my flesh under subjection. Oh, it's work. But it's worth it. Somebody said it was easy. I can't tell you it's easy. But we can do it and it's worth it. I will never tell you it's easy. The songwriter said, nobody told me that the road would be easy. But I don't believe he brought me this one to leave me. That's a young man by the name of Darrell Pettis, I think his last name. When I tell you he sang this thing, I don't feel no way to, but he just don't sing it long enough for me. Woo, but I love it. It's on my website. Go over there, www.3w.com dot Jesus in the morning radio dot com. Go take a listen to Daryl Pettis over there singing out on fear no way God. Ah I love the way God gave it to him. You know, he said he won't do it. He won't leave you. He won't do it. He won't do it. Say now that sounds country, but it works. And I know it to be the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So look, we looked at Joshua and we heard what Joshua had to say. And I want to leave that with you I went uh, 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 beyond a little bit of my time, but I know many are looking for Bishop Patterson, and I am going to bring him right about now, and I'll let you get uh, some of that word from, from Bishop. Wait, now what happened? I just had him. I just had him. Oh, right here. All right. Now, his message is this, the faith of strangers. The faith of strangers. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, lift up holy hands and give the Lord praise tonight. Glory to God. Glory. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Lord in this place tonight. Come on and tell three people next to you. The anointing of God is in this place. Get ready for Get your ready miracle. For oh, yes. The oh, anointing yes. of God is in this place. Get ready for your miracle. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. My, 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 my. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, we just want to thank you for your presence in the room tonight. Thank you, Lord, for how you met us at the altar in prayer, for the lingering sense of your spirit throughout the praise and worship. And now, Lord, we just ask you to anoint these lips of clay that we might speak as an oracle of Christ, you would hide your servant behind your glorious cross 
Cover us with your precious blood that no flesh would glory in your sight. Whatever you do tonight, we'll take none of your credit. We'll take none of your glory. But all of the glory and all of the honor belongs to you and you alone. And we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. Certainly happy tonight for all of our visiting friends who are worshiping with us. And uh, I'll take the time to acknowledge them at the end of the worship. I want to go immediately into the scriptures on tonight passage of scripture that I've spoken from on a number of occasions. In fact, um, Elder Roth shared this same text with the saints on this past Sunday at 8 o'clock, but I want to deal with another verse from Luke chapter 17. And I certainly trust that everyone has your Bible on tonight. And as you know, we do read from the King James Version, and hopefully you have that version with you, and we'll read it aloud together. We want to read chapter 17 of the Gospel of Luke from verse 11 through verse 19. You have that say, man? Come on, let's read it together. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the men? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save the stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Notice, notice in verse 17, Jesus asked the question, were there not ten cleansed? You can never tell the amount of people who are blessed by the amount that shows up. Even tonight, this is a beautiful sitting for a Tuesday night. But that's no reason why the whole building shouldn't be filled even behind the curtain. If everyone 
in this city and around this city who have been blessed even through this ministry were to show up. Jesus saw only 10% of the lepers who are recently cleansed. Were there not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save or with the exception of this stranger. That's the word I want you to focus on tonight. Stranger. The faith of strangers. We want to look tonight at the faith of strangers. I spoke from this years ago, in fact, um, after preaching it here, I went across the nation with this message at one point uh, because it was so vividly impressed uh, upon my mind and uh, so heavily upon my spirit or in my spirit because many times those who are the heirs to the promises of God. And then always when I get into that vein, I have to kind of reflect a little bit back to Old Testament because God used Israel in the Old Testament as his chosen people through whom he could communicate his laws and his ways to the other nations round about who did not serve Israel's God. Israel was God's special chosen people. And everyone else had to look on Israel to see the movements of the true and living God of heaven. Now today, in the spiritual sense, we are, in our age, what Israel, especially in their days of a theoc- as a theocracy, were to the old world. Those of us who have named the name of Jesus Christ, claimed him to be our Lord and Savior, we are the people that ought to be just beaming with the love of God. As Jesus said, you know, they'll know that you're my disciple if you have love one to another. That should be a love existent among us. That all of these different movements that have come up, you know, the love children, the beatniks, and the, you name them, flower children, everybody who come up with this thing about love and singing what the world needs now is love. All of that ought to be more exemplified among us than among anybody else. Why? Because it matters not where we came from, what our background is. It doesn't matter. We are all here from different social backgrounds, different ethnic communities, 
different educational status, but we are all here because by nature, every man, every human being is a sinner. And if we don't have education, if we don't have ethnicity, if we don't have finance as a common thread, the one thing we have as a common thread, we are all here because we are all forgiven. Hello, somebody. And I can't look at you and say, I, I didn't never do that. No, you didn't ever do what I did either. Regardless, there's no such thing in, in, in the Lord's sight as little sin, medium sin, big sin. All unrighteousness is and all have. Amen. And since we are a community of the forgiven, even if we don't know each other's name, when we see one another, that just ought to be a big beaming smile. Uh, I just love you because you have experienced what I have experienced. And yet, you know, as I know, that what ought to be part in the grammar ain't necessarily what is. Not only should we be the love children, we should be the faith children. No matter what comes up against us, we're supposed to be the people that know God so well till it doesn't matter what my foolishness gets me into. My faith ought to get me out of it. <laughs> but I have found, and I am soon be at the end of uh, my 43rd year. I sometimes say 42, but I'm in my 43rd year. And comes uh, January uh, will be the 43rd anniversary of my first sermon. And uh, in 43 years of preaching the gospel, I have found out that people that are in church, every time the door opens, that ought to have the kind of faith until they can almost just walk and devil see them coming and flee. And sometimes I find that these people that's been in church all of their life, singing, shouting, testifying, talking in tongues, don't have enough faith to get rid of a slight headache. I'm not going to even discuss migraines. <laughs> I mean, they don't have enough faith to get rid of a slight headache. And somebody else can walk in off the street that don't even know our God. What a monumental problem. I mean, what a giant size problem. And hear a preacher preach one sermon. I uh, hear somebody give one miracle testimony. 
and their faith stands up and they receive their miracle from God and go on their merry way. And here those of us that's supposed to know so much about God. As I said, we don't have enough faith to move a headache. We don't have enough faith to believe that God is going to make a way for us to pay that utility bill. And here you got 15 days before they're going to shut it off. But you just know that God can't move for $125 utility bill. <laughs> Not talking about those big ones. Amen. And so it was when our Lord was physically upon this earth, just as it is with us today. The people who should have known the Lord and should have demonstrated the greatest amount of faith these were the people who hardly had enough faith to move God. And yet those who were not a part of the commonwealth of Israel that didn't really know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, these people demonstrated the kind of faith that demanded the miraculous from God. So I don't ask God to give me the faith of the saints. Lord, give me the faith of strangers. Give me the faith of the people like the couple of them that I'm going to discuss in tonight's message. Amen, because they had the kind of faith that Jesus himself had to compliment. Now, if you notice here, verse 11 in chapter 17 says, It came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. That, that in itself and I brought this to your attention a number of times, that was astounding. Because I remind you that Galilee lay to the north in Palestine. Judea, where Jerusalem was located, was in the south. And in between Judea and Galilee was Samaria. But both of them were on the same side of the Jordan River. So if you were in the south, heading to the northern province of Galilee, and if this represented the Jordan River, then you've got Judea, you've got Samaria, Back behind the curtain, you've got Galilee. But whenever the Jews got ready to travel from Judea to Galilee, they would come across the Jordan River and go another route, pass through Perea, 
bypass Samaria and then go back into Galilee. Likewise, leaving Galilee, they come across the Jordan, into Perea, heading south, bypass Samaria, then back into Judea. Amen. It's like I'm saying, just like if Sister Wanda here, if she were here in Judea, wanted to go to Galilee, but because of the fact she start down the aisle here and there's somebody halfway down that aisle that she don't speak to, she come all the way over here. You know, we don't do that here. They, they do that in some churches. We, we don't do that because we love everybody, we speak to everybody, and, and we don't go all out of the way to get around. But that was the climate. But it says here that it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, went right through it. Just like John 4 said, he must needs go through Samaria. And that woman at the well said, now you know the Jews don't have any dealings with the Samaritans. In other words, what are you doing in Samaria in the first place and then got the nerve to ask me for some water? <laughs> but one thing I love about the Lord, he does not care about our idiosyncrasies. He don't care anything about our hang-ups and our taboos. He'll break every one of them to save a soul. Amen. Hallelujah. And just because you don't like somebody and don't want to deal with them don't mean you can stop the Lord from dealing with them. Now, Lord, I want you to bless somebody, but now please don't bless Henrietta. She don't treat me right. God ain't concerned about that. If it's Henrietta's fault, he'll deal with Henrietta. If it's your fault, he'll deal with you. But he's going to bless Henrietta just like he blessed you. You being mad at her not going to stop God from blessing her. Amen, somebody. So, it does not really say where he met these men. But it is pointed out that he only went through Galilee and Samaria. So everybody, with the exception of that one that came to give thanks, had to be a Galilean or a Judean Jew. These were the ones that boasted about their relationship with God. This is where your Pharisees and Sadducees were. But the only one that came back to say thank you was the one that Jesus referred to as a stranger. Now, one thing you notice about the way that the gospel writers have a tendency to put this book together, look up at the earlier part before this stranger is commended for his faith and for his thankfulness, he first shows the shortcoming of his own disciples. Come on, same chapter, but look at verse 1. 
Then said he unto his disciples, It is impossible, but that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and he cast into the sea, than that he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. He didn't say seven times in a lifetime. He said seven times in a day. Now you know about how we react to that. The same as they did. Read verse 5. And the apostles said unto him, unto the Lord, what? Increase our faith. If we got to let somebody mess over us seven times in one day, and we forgive him seven times, I don't have that kind of faith. Now you know that. We don't let the same person mess up on us seven times in a lifetime. But he says seven times in a day, and there are 365 days in the average year. Says we don't have that kind of faith. So after they confess their lack of faith, not love, but faith, you would have thought that Jesus would have said something to them, and they would have said, you know, help us to love more. But it wasn't so much love that they were lacking in. We don't have that kind of faith. You know, and it's hard for me to even believe God wants me to forgive. You know? Preacher shouldn't even be preaching talking about forgive her. Do you know what she did to me? <laughs> Amen. And our faith falls short. And yet Jesus, after they confess their lack of faith, then comes a situation whereby he could talk about faith being exemplified by somebody who was not a part of the household of faith. The Lord has some strange ways to use the other folk who don't have what we have to prove something to us. That's something going on now, and I say this especially uh, because we are Church of God in Christ, we are Pentecostal, we are sanctified, we are Holy Ghost filled, we are tongue speakers. Hello? And, and the Church of God in Christ was born right out of the Azusa Revival of 1906. When you start talking about classical Pentecostals, we didn't come along later in the 40s and 50s with this new breed of charismatics. No, we're the old original Pentecostals. That's right, the Holy Rollers. That's what they called us. And now we've been exposed to it so long. Until now, you start preaching on the Holy Ghost now, you got folk who go to sleep and walk out. 
and in those other churches where it used to be if somebody just raised their hand, the ushers might come and tell them we don't do that over here. Like the story that uh, the late Bishop J. O. Patterson used to tell about the lady that went to England and visited Westminster Abbey and said the preacher started making, giving his lecture and he made the mistake of calling the name Jesus and that sister shouted out, Amen! And the usher came to her and said, uh, you must refrain from these loud outbursts. And he said, Jesus again. She said, Hallelujah! Usher came against her. Now, lady, I, I have to warn you that we do not make those kinds of cries in here, so be quiet. So when she did it the third time, why are you rebuking me? I got good religion. He said, I know, but you didn't get it here. <laughs> and see, there was a time that in those other churches uh, that if you did any of the stuff we do. Okay, Brother Lewis said the echo is real, it's pretty bad in here. And uh, I don't know why it's doing this these days. Oh, but that's a wonderful message he's about to finish up. So if you get the time, go to YouTube, type in Bishop G.E. Patterson, The Faith of Strangers, and go take a listen. Uh, I uh, forgot yesterday to put the uh, request in to the technical uh, department for this computer. So I will do that today. Uh, matter of fact, I'm making myself a note right now uh, to make sure I contact them today to fix that so we don't hear that echo. Yeah, something is off. And I may have something on that I don't know that I turned on. And it's because we don't usually hear echo when I, you know, download a message into the, the studio. But listen, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in. You may want to tell us about your holiday and how your holiday went yesterday and um, that kind of thing. Feel free. Feel free this morning and uh, come in and press that number one. I see another thing too, Brother Louis, that may just be um, the reason, let me see something here, y'all. Okay, let's see if this is, yeah, it's going to do the same thing. I'm trying to figure out why it's a free premium trial. Okay, but I got the cover. We, I got the cover $99 a month for three hours. And uh, I can't understand why uh, Freedom Door's name is not up here. But anyway, um, we're going to move on. And uh, I got to get this one quickly, quickly request out. And right after the request, Sister Jerry, I'm coming right at you. 
Tell somebody, I don't care what the devil told you. God made his face. Yes, sir. You don't hear me. Tell somebody, God made his face. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. He made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail. He made it fail. Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail. Y'all not happy. Say y'all not happy. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried. God made it fail. God made it fail, he made it fail Everything that the devil tried, God made it fail Oh, you got to just, I said You got to let the floor have it now I say you got to let the floor have it I say God made it fail I said, God made it fail. I said, hey. that you need to prophesy to tonight in this room. Find you somebody else to tell them, God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried, God made it fail. God made it fail. God made it fail, he made it fail Everything that the devil tried God made it fail You've got to believe it, sir I need ten more dancers I said I need ten more dancers, that's all If I had ten more dancers, we'd shift this I said, if I had ten more dancers, we'll stick this room. I said, if we had ten more dancers. One more time. God made it fail. God made it fail. Everything the devil tried. God made it fail. 
Because what you think you want will be worse than what you already have had or have. All you need is the Lord thy God. I mean, I have been feeling kind of a little down. I got to go to the doctors tomorrow for the rest of this week and Monday. But what the Lord came to me and said, Jerry, the things I'm doing and turning it around is for your good. Remember, you're never alone. You are never alone. Now, I want you to close your eyes and go to sleep, Gary. You are not alone. There comes a time when now is your season to take care of yourself because you've been taking care of the whole world. The 4th of July was my son's birthday. Last night, the fireworks were just going off all around my house. They were so pretty. But then I had to thank God that I could see the fireworks. I have to thank God that I can even talk. That I'm breathing without any type of struggle. Because I've seen a person struggle and couldn't breathe. Lord, I just want to tell you thank you this morning for giving me a second third, fourth, so many chances. I could be in a lot of places, but he did not allow me to go in places I should have been in because he knew I couldn't handle that place. He knew I wouldn't survive in the other place, and he knew I wouldn't be good with the other mate. So I'm going to sit patiently and wait on the Lord. Because in my father's house are many mansions. Father has made me many promises. And I don't need a prophet or a pastor or a preacher or a teacher to tell me what God has in store for me is for me. Sometimes you got to turn your kids loose so God can do the work in you that you need to be done. I must admit, at this point in my life, I'm going to be living by myself for the first time in my whole life. But you know what? I'm going to be all right. Because God said, I got you. Tell me, I got you, Jerry. And if we all open our Bible, we'll see. God says, I will be with you. So if he ever made you a promise, I'm not talking about the promise Barbara told you. I'm not talking about the promise Reverend Ike told you. I'm talking about the promise in the Bible. Open your Bibles and read it. And know that's the promise from God. Peter and James told this man sitting at the door. 
silver and gold I have not. Sometimes we think we need money. But I know what I need is real faith. Because all I need, God will take care and meet my needs. He says in Romans 6, to weigh the death, is, the sin is the way to death. So I'm not trying to die. I leave the sin out the door. But he told me in Psalms 34, to like yourself and me, and I'll give you the desires on your heart. Baba can't do it. John can't do it. Sam can't do it. Alpha can't do it. But God said, if you come to me and delight yourself in me, I will give you the desires of your heart. And if you don't come to me, I won't allow you to walk into the fire without me. As Shadrach, right, Meshach, and Abednego said, if he don't do it, it's not that he can't. For example, one man opened up and turned the furnace up to seven, high as it could go, but he fell in and died. God will destroy your enemies. And in the presence of the other enemies, he'll see you walking around doing just fine with him by your side. The prophet, the prophet gives you confirmation of what God has already showed and told you. We need to go to prayer. Let's go to prayer because every time you look around, COVID is popping back up. Go to prayer and say, Lord, heal this earth. But if you don't do it, I'll understand because you are covering me. So all I got to say this morning, Sister Barbara, yes, I'm changing. I'm not on the phone as much. Yucky, yucky, yucky. <laughs> what I'm now is in my Bible. As my sister-in-law said to me yesterday, look like you're running away from me. No, I, I just don't have time to talk. And I'm glad to stop by, but I can't let you in right now. I'm I'm kind of like on a sabbatical. Why? Because there's some things I need God to do that I can't be influenced by what others is telling me in my ear. Open your Bible. And everything you need is there. Speak to thy mountain and be thou removed in marking level. Speak to the mountains in your life. And I promise you it's going to be all right. Thank you, Sister Barbara. I, I, I know I'm going over and I'm not the preacher today. I just want to say God is being good to me. No, he haven't given me a pot of gold. He haven't gave me a lot of silver. He haven't gave me a lot of dead presidents that I'm lining them up down my arms and all over me. No, because I'm not worshiping money. What he's given me is a second, third, 
for another chance. So thank you for your time. And everybody, I don't know everybody name, so so I don't neglect anybody. Good morning. Jesus in the morning family. And may God bless each and every one of you. And for a mother that's got a son going to jail, just say to yourself, I'd rather him go to jail than the other people kill him. Because in the jail, if God allowed him to go, he's going to protect him. He's going to reveal himself to him, and he's going to be all right. For the mother that's got the daughter that's ran away, now it's time for you to ask God to bring her back to you. The police can look. But I remember this man and his two sons. One said, give me my inheritance so I can go now. The man gave it to him. But he had to come back home because the father was waiting for him at the door. They may go away, but money cannot make you happy. It's an illusion. Don't step outside your marriage because the outside person cannot make you happy. He he is an illusion. It's a trick. So everybody have a great day. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All right, we're going to one more of the morning. And if um, you have something you would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in.
feel free. Yeah, because we love to talk about the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. And make known his deeds among the people. Brother Lewis said, when I speak, you don't hear the echo. But when Jerry was speaking, uh, he heard the echo again. So I'm, I got my thing pulled up as soon as the show is over this morning. I'm going in and see if I can get that uh, repaired as quickly as possible. And I'm sure they can tell me what's causing um, the echo here. But yeah, I wanted to um, fix that. Goodness. I don't know how I forgot. I, I got busy yesterday that, and I left out of here uh, to go. And so I didn't remember to come back and fix that. But today I made myself a note. And I I know I won't forget. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Listen, good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman, Sister Mary Ann. I see you down there, Rose Brown. I didn't go nowhere, so I didn't go and pick up plates yesterday. Do I certainly would have brought you one. Good morning to you, Sister Simone and Sister Melanie Rose, Sister Angela in California, Sister Laura, Mr. Mason, and Miss Deborah. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning, Lachelle, Sister Andrea Spinner. Good morning to you. I hope you enjoyed your day uh, yesterday, Sister Stutter. Oh, that sounds so good where you were going. It just sounded wonderful. Good morning to you, Sister Andrea in Philadelphia, Sister Keisha, Sister Rita, Sister Sion, Sister Diane, Sister Angela Foote, Sister Anna Lee Foote. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. And uh, Sister Sylvia Joe Jones, good morning to you. And Sister Irene, good morning to you. God bless you today. God bless you. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Kim Hart. I hope they contact me because I tried to get a hold of them, uh, but I didn't get no uh, return message. Her and Brother uh, Hart, Brother Mike Hart. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, uh, Sister Michelle and Sister Patricia Fluka, Sister Lisa, Sister Yvonne. And Apostle Boatwright is not here today. But God bless you, Apostle Boatwright. Thank God for you. Good morning to you, Brother Lewis, the main man holding that chat room down. <laughs> ah, yeah. And good morning to you, Brother Jermaine. Good morning to you, Brother Anthony and Brother D. And uh, again, Brother Mike Hawks, Brother George West Perry. I don't know where you're going, Brother Perry, but I need to know where that flight is to. Good morning to you, sir. God bless you. Brother Lee Hamilton, God bless you. And uh, Pastor David Jackson, God bless you this morning, my buddy. <laughs> Good morning to you, Brother Cal and uh, Brother Justin Gilmore, Brother Frank, and Brother Marquez Griffin. Good morning to you. Brother Frank graduated, I think it said the 25th. And uh, I got to get them sweet potatoes. I'm looking for some because I got to get them some good ones. I don't want to send them just any old thing. I could go ahead and send the lima beans, but I need to get those sweet potatoes um, in the mail to him. So I'm going to go over to Mimi's uh, this week and see what she have over there. Because Walmart, really, they they running out of food or something. I, I, I tell you, I went to get paper plates, and uh, I think Sister Jerry said, oh, they're probably up that expensive because it's the holiday. No, don't know. They up that expensive because they don't have much. They're overcharging. And if they have the food and the things you need, they're not sending it into Walmart. Because check this out. 
150 paper plates and 50 paper bowls, $22 and some change. I said, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's the price of it. I remember the time I would have got both of them for like $10 almost. Almost, not quite, but almost $10. And I just stopped buying Chinette. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not paying that kind of money for no paper bowl, paper plate, no a little saucer. No, I'm not doing it. So I had never, it, it had been a while since I've been into a Walmart grocery store. Not the Walmart Super Center, but these particular stores in Florida, they only sell like food. I think a few of them have a pharmacy in there. And you know, they sell paper plates, dog food, stuff like that. But it's not like the huge superstore with all of the household items and jewelry and everything. And yeah, Brother Lewis, it's inflated and big. It's the same thing. You just charging me more <laughs> for the identical same thing ridiculous in my book and then um you, you send for food they don't have it i'm like what in the world i was asking jerry i said well, jerry what they did with the food that was right there in the middle of the ocean or, or water just sitting out there what happened to that jerry said they selling that <laughs> jerry said they selling that to us now oh i was so tickled we eat old food yeah so I'm like, I don't understand all this craziness. That's just the, well, where I live, gas went down a few cents, about 40 or 50 cents almost, I think. It went down. Might be lower than that today. I hadn't got gas since uh, Sunday, I think I got gas. And so today, Tuesday, you know, and they flip it and flop it how they want to. And so it could have gone down again. I truly hope so. Because this is ridiculous. How are people going to live? And you jacking up everything. Yeah, yep. So I'm a smaller size, like cans of soup, are smaller but cost more. Yeah, they put more money on the same identical thing. All the smaller things put everything, basically, they put a bigger price on it. Yeah. Everything we call it sh- sh- shrinkflation. <laughs> you know, and Louis, y'all know how you roll. But yeah, I, it's just I'm like, my goodness, for some paper products, you want a dove for some paper products? Twenty dollars? Well, twenty-two dollars. I'm like, goodness, I don't know. But I got it because I needed it, and God supplied. So I won't complain. I'm not. I'm gonna stop complaining, y'all. I don't want to complain about that either, because God is a way maker, and He made a way, and He will continue to make a way. But uh, and we gotta pray for our country. We 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 need to really pray for our country. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, uh, get the paper products from Aldi. It is less expensive there. Okay, I, I'll check out uh, Aldi. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, my buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to Aldi's. You know, I never shop Aldi's. I, I've been in there to shop. I think I went one time and took a look. 
and I bought a glass dish out of there. But I never bought food. So I may start looking at Aldi. And um, me, I'm going over to Star Meat to the meat place and get fresh meat. And I can pick out what I want. And then sometimes if, if they don't have it in the showcase like I want, I can go to the glass window and talk to them. And they'll give me what I want, you know, the way I want it. So I go over to Star Meat. They have real beef, real pork, real fresh chicken. Because I think what I get out of Walmart is old chicken. But that's what my friend in um, Washington State told me. He said, well, you're going to Walmart for meat? I said, yeah. He said, well, you're getting an old, tough, painted bird. What you expect? I said, well, it's supposed to be regular meat. He said, don't play with Walmart like that. Go to the meat store and get real meat. So I started going over to uh, Star Meat. Yeah. Oh, so the coffee I bought last month for $6.40 is $10 now. Regular old Maxwell House. You see, it's ridiculous. I, I buy a fish, uh, oh, is it sway, swab, something like that. And uh, they told me, oh, don't buy that. It's too fat. It's too good. I love that fish. And uh, I stopped buying it. But the, the, the same guy told me, why are you playing around with frozen fish? You want to dive some. Go out the Trout River, and when you go, buy some fish. Well, you know you're going to want it. So instead of going over there buying four fish, tell me I'm going to have two meals. He said, go over there and buy your eight meals. You know, you want to eat two fish at each meal, go and buy you whatever it's going to take, and you don't have to run back every week or other week, uh, even in a month, you won't have to go back because you're not eating fish like that. But if you package it properly and don't have them to clean it, freeze it just like it is with everything in it, when you take it out and throw it out, it's going to be fresher. So I decided to go to the fish store, to the fish market, fresh. It just brought it off the boat out the water. And um, Jerry and I have been over there, and we got the fresh whiting. And boy, we had a time with that whiting fish, did we not? I been over there and brought Wiki, her favorite fish. And uh, it's what I'm going to do. I- I'm looking for fresh stuff, you know, not packaged, been frozen. If I freeze it, I- it's the first time it ever been frozen. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for now. <clears throat> and I went back to fish, chicken, fish, chicken, or turkey. And I eat a little shrimp every blue moon, but not too often. And, um, you know, I have a little fish and shrimp together, and I can make a a, a shrimp boil, you know, uh, either a shrimp bait in the oven because I, I, I refuse to have a fry. I'm working on okra, but I got to put okra on peas or beans because I can no longer fry the okra. I used to like the battered up fried okra. If you're from Florida, you know about church fried chicken and that good okra. I can't have that. Yeah, so I just put it on some peas and beans, and I get field peas, and I put smoked turkey. I'm back on food again, Louie. I'm back on it. Look, look, look. You have a heck yeah to live by the St. John, get fresh fish, and that is true. That is true. Uh, Trout River, you can get it fresh right there, Louie. And even if you go behind there, there's water back there where they fish on a pier. They redid that pier over. 
but the people walk down and it's like a long bridge and they stand right there and cast out into the water. Uh-huh. That fish right there. Fresh out that water. My goodness. Nothing frozen. Yeah, I like all that type of carrying on right there. Uh-huh. But you know, I wanna go fishing, uh, Brother Louis, one day. I really do. I wanna go and try it. I have license. I have fresh and salt water license all into one. It was free over at Walmart. Wait, what did he say? Take your fish. Add the okra and some carrots and bacon. Oh, you're showing out, buddy. I see you. <laughs> I see you showing out. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And look, tell me about that hallelujah punch, what you put in there. Just tell me two ingredients. Don't tell me all of them. I just want to know two ingredients. See, I wrote me and told me that yesterday, and I was like, look at her. She didn't have to give me that little tad bit. I that a drink none. If he make it for fourth of July, I can't taste it. It's only in my mind. So I just wanted to know what you, the two main ingredients you use are two, one ingredient, the base of it. Yeah, but I'm going to try that with okra and carrots. That sounds good to me. I love okra. But I, I take um, steel peas, smoked turkey. I used to take smoked neck bones, but I take smoked per- turkey and the field peas. And when they get right done, I throw the okra on top. I love the long okra or the short okra. And you have that over white rice, you on your way. Yeah. But I made cabbage yesterday and uh, clock steaks, and I made uh, the light chicken dressing. And uh, today I already roasted off the the wing part. You know, I had to cut the wing up. I already roasted off about 10 of those. So I have like three meals out of that, and that'll help me. Oh, really? Well, uh, but little Shante and I, we've been with the Walmart and got the free license. I didn't know when you're 65, all I had to do was show my driver's license and prove residence that I, I live in Florida. See, I didn't know that. So we went over there, and they just gave us the free license because we were residents of Florida. Yeah, I might go down there today. Take a couple of those shrimp out and throw and I need fresh shrimp down. The fish. I need fresh shrimp for my Lord. And so I'm going down there and do just that. No. drive and get a few fresh shrimp and try fishing. Yeah. No, I won't do that either. I won't get a chance to do that either, Brother Louis. But next week while I'm on vacation, where I'm going is water. And uh, I'm going to fish in that water. Uh-huh, I'm going to get fresh shrimp. The day of, I'm going fishing that morning. 
and cast out. But I was thinking, you tell me this, Brother Lewis, if I fish early, early in the morning, do you think I'll catch something? If I go early in the morning, like say, let's say around 7, 7.30, and fish the water. Nobody never touched this water. No boat went by, none of that. It's just the ocean just sitting there waiting on me to come. And I can walk right out the door straight into the water. Yeah, that's what I plan to do, go early before it get hot. Yes, sir, that's why I said 7, 7.30. I might do it 6.30 because it's the light, it's daylight at 6.30. And all I got to do is sit in the back on the patio, bait my hook. I know how to bait a hook with shrimp and just cast it out. And I got a rod, a, a, two rods in, in the reel, I think it's called, and they already set up. All I got to do is bait them with the shrimp. Okay, sunrise. Uh, I can't promise that, but I'm going to try. Because I plan next week to get me some uh, some sleep, and I plan to sleep in, for real sleep in. Yeah. No plan with it, this go round, get it. <laughs> so when I come back, I cannot, you know, uh, be up and down, but I'm, I'm tired, but I got to keep going. Yeah. Oh, good morning, honey bunny. <laughs> good morning, Sugarfoot. <laughs> you know I like all that kind of carrot on. Did you ask him about them two uh, ingredients for the Hallelujah Punch Sion? Because I want to know that. I sure do. I want to know what's in it. But if it's a hallelujah, I want to try. Yeah. But all right, if no one else, we don't waste the time. If no one else has uh, nothing else they would like to say, you can He give it to me. Oh, wait a minute. Get this sip the noodles out and season your fish. Stop it, I say. You know, the, uh, I don't know if I ought to be telling the secret. I won't tell the secret. I don't know if it's a secret. That's why I'm not going to say anything. But I'm like, we're going to pray out and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Thank you, Pastor David. Oh, yes, I am going to try that uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I may as well run on. I got to go up there anyway. So I may as well run to Jacksonville, get the fish, uh, use this packet. <laughs> Get the packet and come back and do my fish. See, uh, uh, don't tell me. Please don't tell me. I'll be crying in here. Don't tell me. It's all right. It's all right. Hallelujah. Let's pray out. Father God, we thank you. Thank you for laughter. Thank you for a good time. We even thank you for food. And Father, forgive me for grumbling and complaining about the prices. For you're a supplier of need. And God, no matter what the price is, if I need it, you're go- we need it, you're going to supply. Lord, we'll have what we speak out of our mouth, and I speak everything we need, that it will come to surface in Jesus' name. And that God will work while it's day, because when night comes, we can't see. As we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Touch and heal the sick here today, O oh God. Moved by your spirit. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. 
Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I seek the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, July the 5th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and again, have a blessed day. Last song of the morning. After this, we won't be coming back. Come on, everybody, get your feet happy. Let's go, come on.
Please leave your message for Jerry Crowder. Well, call me back, Jerry Crowder. I was finna sing a song to you. Call me back. Oh, there you go. Okay, because I was just finna say, Jerry Crowder, I was just finna sing the song. You are the God. You're doing good. You're doing good. Now, see, see, you and Shante, y'all ain't right what I say. That's what the people do. I see that's what Barbara do. Uh-uh. What? No, I don't be on no bridge fishing. Oh, my. Well, Chris, I taught me how to fish on the bridge. Ooh. And he taught me how to climb down the bridge under the rock. Uh-uh. We would get a mate toward and get up down that bridge. 